Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister. I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fantacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Well, here we go then. Uh, Richard, how's your week been? We're warbling again. We're warbling again. Oh, I've had a good one this week, yeah, so far. It's all been, all been great. I've been looking forward to spending uh, 20 minutes chatting with you again, Ryan, in uh, in this, which is episode 17, and we're looking at the end of the year. You old flatterer. I don't I know. know. You know, someone, someone's going to uh, flatter you at some point, you know. Just <laughs> much good. I mean, it's all these voffies that you've been having, clearly, voffies. with your, yeah, you, join you me for a voffy. That way. Yeah, like, exactly. Which way? That that way yeah my voffy yeah well do you know what? i'm still doing some voffies oh yeah voffy. yeah they're still working out you know with that in between bit aren't we you know we're kind of getting out for a few visits you know i have got a physical coffee happening tomorrow with a with a client um but uh, i'm still doing the the, the odd voffy online because i think yeah. you know, boris has just announced isn't he? we're down to six next next week yes yeah yeah the power so, of six what's he called it the uh, the sound of six i do something yeah another message yeah what was the what was the strap line I, I thought that was probably the best one i've seen um face what was it um on, on the podium um, yeah wash hands or hands face space space hands face space there you go it was very memorable obviously yes it, yeah <laughs> that's it's, quite an interesting point though actually because that does bring up the idea of communication and people who've listened and watched this before may, may have remember us talking about communication being key when it comes down to um great customer experience and obviously um we're all uh boris's customers aren't we really he's uh, he's delivering a service for us Be interesting to see what the uh, what the polls are coming through in terms of how, he, how well he's doing but i think that change in focus and those messages that keep coming out have, have caused confusion um but actually some of them resonate some of them land with people but uh, with others, they don't. And it's, it's this whole changing mindset that I know I've got, um, you know, the idea that we can now go out for coffee. Oh, it's amazing, it's really exciting. And, and then I'm running out and am I thinking about how I'm interacting with people? Am I thinking about the service that I'm looking for? I don't know, I think I am. It might've changed slightly than it was before. So the whole thing's really up in the air. So the communication piece is even more important to ensure that we, all of us are communicating with our customers and clients as much as possible or in, or in a, as clear a way as possible and, 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 and aligned to goals as well. It's a really good point. I'd, I'd love to be, uh, I'd love to be the, the fly on the wall in uh, the PR team in Downing Street when they, when they worked, when they came up with that, that amazing new strap line. But <laughs> your point is bang on. I think, you know, we, every week we talk about communicating with customers, you know, what's your message, what's your plan, and you know, at the risk of boring people and and uh, getting them to switch off, which I'm sure they wouldn't from our amazing warble. Um, I thought it would be good for us to have a chat today um, on, on a similar theme, but to talk about kind of you know what opportunities from a customer experience perspective now exist as we go into the into the autumn, because 
you know, we're now, uh, you know, early, early getting into mid-September, the nights are drawing in, it's getting colder in the mornings. Um, All right, Mr. Chuckles. Blimey, I know, everybody excited. Um, in fact, why don't we just <laughs> shut the curtains, put the Christmas tree up and get on with it, you know? That's what I often think. Well, if you're running any, a lot, of, a lot of the shops at the minute, the opportunity that they've seen is to get the Christmas goods in early, exactly. you know? Um, and and it's one of my pet hates. I must admit, I you know I'm not known to be you know particularly jovial when it comes down to Christmas anyway. But you know before before December, and I'm I'm grumbling away. I'm grumbling away, and it seems to be getting even earlier now. And everybody's this that the other. But actually, on the flip side, there are some people who are saying it's great. It's something to look forward to. We've had a shocking summer, and now we're coming into the end of the year. The autumn the winter period so there are opportunities there you know massive opportunities available for all businesses doesn't matter who it is whether you are um you know a b2b or whether you're doing the retail or hospitality there, there's opportunity there uh, yeah the, the other thing I, I think you know i, I i'd want to say on this is yeah, it's really clear isn't it you know we we are going to have to live and well we've mentioned it before but now is an opportunity at time to mention it again we are going to have to live with covid right it is not going anywhere soon and um what i notice about um some of the service and experience i'm getting from some businesses is that they that some of them have got it so um you know actually i think the professional service firms you know they've, they've got a lot of remote working still going on that model's probably not going to still not going to change and the measurement that we're doing with some of our clients actually they're getting really good at this stuff now it mm -hmm. seems you wouldn't know you're talking to somebody in their home i rang the i rang barclays bank the other day and um, you know, the message was, you know, some, some of our people are working from home and they, you may hear some noises in the background that, you know, you weren't expecting. And, and I thought, yeah, do you know, what? I didn't thought about that. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, businesses are definitely, I think, getting to the stage now where they are focusing back on the customer, making sure that they are being really clear with the customer what they can expect. And, you know, we know that things aren't normal and we know that maybe the, the experience we would have expected in normal times maybe in some circumstances can't be replicated as we'd want it to be. But I think that's okay. I think as long as customers can see a business is making the effort, uh, mm. I think, you know, for the autumn, if I was, uh, if I was running a hospitality premises or thinking about the products and services I was giving my, my customers in the autumn, I'd be thinking, I'd still now be thinking about what are the opportunities? What is the plan? You know, what does, uh you know what does the back end of september look like uh as we go into october you've got half term you've got halloween you've got bonfire night you know all of these you know festivals are coming um uh you know later in the year and an opportunity to to to, to delight customers and i also think as well rich so i'm 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 uh, struggling on here but i also think there is still a huge opportunity for hospitality firms i know uh staycations are still going ahead the weather's still good people are talking about going away later in the year um so i think that that opportunity to, to extend uh, mm -hmm. summer um towards christmas will, will definitely happen so there's still a huge opportunity to, to, to delight customers um yeah. as the year sort of stutters to a finish it's quite interesting actually because i i did um i did a bit of an interview for the guild of fine foods um a few weeks ago for their fine food digest magazine although they're not absolutely um uh, connected but the you know fine food magazine magazine fine food digest magazine was actually um asking us about um how they see how we see christmas sort of panning out from that 
um, deli and um, you know farm farm shop side of things and there's opportunities there I think particularly with Boris's now you know six people the super six um, message um, people aren't going to be going to big Christmas do's so what, what, what are they going to be doing? Well, let's hope that the, the six slightly extends to more people within the home. But even if it is, you know, people are going to be thinking, oh, so do we go out or do we stay in? Is there an opportunity for us to purchase some great products from some great businesses and, and get them delivered or go and pick them up or whatever it is? So, yeah, you, you're, you're quite right. The opportunities are absolutely there. And I know we mentioned the P word, pivot. 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 Way, 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 pivot. Bringing that out again. He's not preaching it anymore. <laughs> Get told off. Um, but, um, you know, the, there's still chance for those businesses to think, how can we do it slightly differently coming up to the Christmas period as well? Because it's not just the same one. And, of course, hospitality, uh, it's, a, you know, it's a really, really difficult time. And whether, you know, they're going to be able to bring people out and actually be able to have them interacting, they normally do. I don't think it's going to be the case. So how else can they offer their products as, as well and, and that's all down to that communication piece as well how what is going to be going on things aren't going to be quite the same but if we're telling people that's the case then most people are very reasonable like you with your Barclays example yeah no okay I get it some might be some noise not a problem it, I, so let me know it, it was really interesting that just just picking up on that point you just made though because um I was listening on on um five live this morning to uh David Potts who's the CEO of Morrison's and they've had a really good run. They've just had their the first half years at 10%, but their, their profits are slightly down because they've had to invest in all the COVID extra staff, extra protection, PP and all that kind of stuff. And it was probably the mo most upbeat um, interview I've heard for a long time. And do you know what he kept talking about? Um, he kept talking about what his, what his customers wanted. Mm -hmm. He knew that actually they had to speculate to accumulate, so they'd invested. I think he said fourfold in their in their, their online home delivery, um, and he said, you know, that's paid real dividends. So the reason I raise that example is because, you know, I think business has a huge opportunity as we go into the autumn, and dare I say it, the c word, further into Christmas, um, to innovate and pivot. Uh, about how they're going to provide those products and services and delight the customer yeah. because you know we've seen a lot of businesses lately um, sadly very sadly people losing their jobs and going to the wall um, and, and we've had a we've had another host this week with, with people like Pizza Express and, and a couple of airlines you know it's incredibly tough and we don't know what October is going to bring with the end of um, the furlough scheme but what is really evident, certainly from that conversation that, that I heard from, from Morrison's today, was there is still a huge appetite for consumerism, for providing products and services that people want. Mm -hmm. we, we've blogged and we've talked about this a lot, Rich, haven't we, over the last few months. But if, you know, I, I certainly have been doing it, and I know you have, we, we're thinking innovatively now about how we, um, how we help businesses find out whether they're CX ready for the autumn. Yeah, we're absolutely. thinking about you know I, I had a great conversation this morning with with a potential client who was talking to me he said Brian I just don't understand I don't have the time and the capacity to I don't have the bandwidth I think is, is where his words to, to think about how how can I delight my customers uh in, in the autumn and and, mm. and you know my, my retort that was we can help obviously but you know you, you've got to take that step back you've got to take the time now to take that step back and, yeah. and, and think about what is it going to look like in October what is it going to look like in November um, you know, 
go back to our favorites how are they people going to get in get it in get out you know mm-hmm. how are they going to be able to respond to uh, all of the positive steps we're taking so yeah yeah now is a good foot on the ball moment i think people are back from holiday and thinking about the opportunities the other thing is quite interesting actually is also th- looking outwardly but also looking inwardly you know we we've got a river running and we've mentioned the team team safety checker or the team motivation checker at the moment that's running it's actually not to take your eye off that as well because as we get as we're getting into september okay so children have gone back to school people are back into more of a, a work mode um, and some people going back to the offices but uh, i think one of the dangers is that we go okay it's back to normal and to your point it isn't it's still here we are still in a pandemic so therefore we've got to make provision for that for the people and and checking how they feel ongoing means that actually we may well be able to keep that productivity from the remote working point of view at the level that's suitable it was interesting that the ceo of netflix uh, earlier on in the, in the week was mentioning how he didn't see anything good coming out of remote working and home working um he, he's he's happy for his guys to be there because he knows they have to be but he doesn't see it as a beneficial way of working um go uh, for, for longer term now whether you believe that or not, it, it, that's not really the point. That's We've all got different points of view. The thing that we need to make sure is that insight is still being gathered for the employee point of view and internally as well as the customer point of view. Because customer views are changing, but so are your employee points of view. So both of those metrics feed into this point you mentioned about your CX readiness. You know, so actually being able to almost benchmark yourself or or be able to put yourself in a certain area or zone of readiness is, is quite important at this. Well, I say quite uh, massive understatement is massively important at this point in time, because unless you know where you are, you're not really sure how you're supposed to improve and how you can actually delight your customers and make the most of it now until the end of the year. So absolutely the, the the zone of readiness if you like for for your cx health is a critical thing to look at um now because then you can do something about it it is and you know putting your foot on the ball and going well this is where i think i am yeah from a cx readiness perspective but actually asking your customers where are we you know yeah. how have we looked after you what are you looking for um i had some great conversations last week with um again a couple of professional service firms that are going to commission us to do some work on actually what their clients want in the next six months mm-hmm. um they, they're not just assuming they know and that's quite refreshing which i don't know about you yeah. you know i talk to a lot of business owners you know what is the stat 80 percent of business owners think they give great customer experience and you know but 79 percent of them have never measured it so how do they know so <clears throat> you know the reality yeah. is there there is I, I'm beginning to see less arrogance about business because they understand the fact that they need help, they need support, and they need the tools. You know, not understanding what your customers want is, a, is a, in my view, uh, maybe, a, maybe a controversial point to mention, is a fundamental uh, disrespect of your customers because you are assuming that you know them all and you assume, you're assuming you know what they want. Um, yeah. and, and unfortunately, you know, I, I think businesses like that are not long for this world because they won't move in time with their customers. Yeah, step. absolutely. And, and, and again, that refers back to the sort of zones of, of, of CX readiness. You know, that's the risk zone. So those businesses that are operating there and have that assumption and you know what assumptions do or making assuming does for you and me. Right. Mm. You know, we can't be there. So the risk is you're going to get left behind. 
you know, you are going to be operating in the old world and people uh, are not going to want what you're offering in the way you're offering it. So you need to be pushing forward to more of a, an awareness zone, as we would call it. So you're going, yeah, OK, I understand the need to do this. And I'm going to start to look at ways in which I can start to gather some of that feedback and actually gain insight. And then from there, you actually start to break through the barriers of, of, of lack of insight, because when you start gathering insight in, in a measured and strategic way, you will start to get ahead of the pack. It's, it's as simple as that. And then finally, you get to the impact zone of readiness where you're actually you are leading the pack and you're actually bringing people with you because you are changing the face of customer experience. You're, you are gathering all that data and making decisions before other people to ensure you provide what your customers really want. Um, and it's about experience. We talk about this a lot about millennials and Generation Z and so on and so forth. They want different things. We need to make sure that's the case. Yeah. So yeah, really important. Zones, zones of readiness, checking where you are in, the, in those zones. So, so I, think, I think from today's conversation, I think where we've got is, is it's, you know, we're going into the autumn, it's the time for the foot on the ball. Where are we? We've yeah. had a difficult summer um well we've had no case summer actually but you know mm. point we know that we've got to live with covid so actually having that plan going into the autumn about you know what you're going to focus on and understanding what your customers want for the autumn is crucial yeah um, and now's the time to ask them you know now's the time to, as you say people are back from holiday kids are back to school there is some semblance of normality i mean you know i was dropping my son to school this morning and he tripped off and off he went and i thought god you know this is this is brilliant you know this is this feels uh yeah. really reassuring yeah. um and uh so now's the time you know getting that cx readiness to understand where you are uh, and then benchmarking that against what your customers actually think will yeah. give you the rocket fuel that you need to to sort of yeah, really buy until the into autumn and into, and into yeah. christmas yeah and, and interestingly enough you know um, we've, been, we've been discussing this we're actually going to be providing that that ability that mechanism to check your your cx readiness so for those listeners and viewers at the moment um, keep an eye on our linkedin uh, posts over the next couple of weeks we'll be actually offering the the mechanism to be able to check where you are um, as you come to the back end of the year and then you know start to uh, make some decisions based on your perception of where you are but to ryan's point then also connect that with where your customers think you are as well and then you you're in a really strong position to move forward to the through the back end of this year and then into 2021 and get out of 2020 and it's covidness um it's still going to be there but you know uh, i think it's going to be a really successful year for those who want to focus on it and, and make the difference and, and listen to their customers so uh so yeah it's been been an interesting one exciting times so we, next week yeah we've got news we um i'm interviewing a chap called guy arnold uh, Arnold. Guy Arnold. he is the author of slow selling yes um so he's written a number of books about customer experience so i'm excited to talk to guy so um he'll he'll give us his views on uh, what he thinks great customer experience looks like um and he's a real expert particularly in the hospitality world so you know for our hospitality listeners and watchers that's a that's a must um so i look forward to that so guys if you've liked what you've heard today please like share and comment as always i've been ryan huxtable i've been richard knight great to see you all bye-bye you coming to bed hon yep honey i'll be right there just got to turn out the light
Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.